Uh, today's daf is Daki Yotet, and we've just finished off the last pit we left off before the Mishnah. And in yesterday's she was told Machloka Becham Beit Hillel regarding Masa Shini, if it comes to Jerusalem, becomes Tameh, whether when you can put it, you can have to, you, it can go be taken outside Jerusalem or not, whether Michitzot Koltot or not. And the next question the Gemara asks, and this is according to where Chaim explains it, there are many different ways of explaining it, as I was alluding to towards the end of this year. He says as follows, the Gemara says as follows, Rebiona Bayi Af Lelokeachken, um, it is also applied if something is lakuach in case of Masasheni. So to explain, if you purchase something with Masasheni money outside Yerushalayim, you cannot put it again. That has to be taken to Yerushalayim. Now, the question is, if that becomes Tameh, yes, you can put it now. But do I still have to take it to Yerushalayim? Meaning, just as we saw that the Mechitzok affected the Masasheni, even if it became Tameh. Now, this is only Quinta Beit Shammai, by the way, that despite the fact that it became Tameh, it affected it such that the Master Shani had to be, you know, brought, sorry, that which is uh, redeemed had to be brought back to Yerushalayim. Does it also impact the, in the same way that the Mechitzot grab onto it to prevent Pidayon, if you like, unless it becomes Tameh? Do we say the same thing by something that was purchased with Master Shani money? Because there it also grabbed onto it, if you like, prevented being Nifta. So if a bank came Tama, would Bad Shammai say, no, even though it's redeemed, I still have to take that project to Yerushalayim, which is an interesting question. So again, it's only relevant for Beit Shammai, because Beit Hillel says the only time it's really you know, grabbed onto is if it was Matama by Vlad in Yerushalayim. And that, which, so it's not really relevant for Beit Hillel, it's only really relevant for Beit Shammai. So the Gemara now answers, Just as a Mechitza is Tofes, so to is Lokeach Tofes, So the conclusion is exactly the way I stated the question. That just as Mechitza, the Mechitza grab onto it, such that now, according to Beit Shammai, even if you redeem it, has to be in Yerushalayim. So too, since a Kinyan grabs onto it, such you cannot redeem it unless it becomes Tameh, it grabbed onto the extent that now it has to be taken to Shalim as well and needed there, despite the fact you've redeemed it, according to Beit Shammai. Okay, let's have a look. Now let's learn the next Mishnah. What happens is, is now continuing on really from what we've just learned. If someone's purchased something with Kesef Master Shani, and then that Master becomes Tameh. So according to Chachamim, well, it's not a problem. Just like Master Shani, if there comes Tameh, you can redeem it. So too, something the produce is purchased with Master Shani money, you can also redeem it. Why should it be any different? No, has to be buried. So Mishnah says, Chachamim said to Rabbi Yehuda, Ma in Master Shani at Master Shani itself, if it becomes Tameh, you can redeem it. It's not a problem. This is almost like a step away from Master Shani. That which you've, so you've, have money that you use to redeem Master Shani, and you bought other food that gives it, if you like, Kudosh Master Shani. Halakuch Master Shani, Shnid Ma'in Odin Shifter, Sakavachomi should be able to put it. Why should there be any difference? If the actual source of this Master Shani, if it comes to me, you could redeem it, then if the Kudosh is transferred to money, then now it's transferred to something else, and then it becomes Sakavachomi, you, you should be able to redeem it. However, Amar Lahem, Rabbi Yudah responds, Lo Yimimartim Master Shani Atzmo, Master Shani itself. Is different. It's actually more kal, he says. We know Masasheni itself. If it can be redeemed even if it's Tahor. Also, it can be redeemed if it's uh, you know way outside your life. However, you find the produce that if you use Masasheni to purchase money to purchase it outside your you can no longer redeem it if it's Tahor. Furthermore, 
you have to bring it to Yerushalayim. You can't redeem it inside Yerushalayim. So you see what Rabbi Shimon saying is you find that something like is much more chamur. So don't try and apply a kalvachomer to me saying that, oh, if you can redeem Master Shani itself, you should be able to redeem something that's a kuch bekes of Master Shani becomes tamer. Because it's not a good kalvachomer because we find that actually lakuch bekes of Master Shani, less laws apply to it anyway. Okay, that was his response. Now the question is, what would the Chachamim respond? So the Rosh Tzavilya says as follows. He says, I'll just read the, a, a, a little bit of it because it's a bit. It says, he says that aval im lakach he says the reason why Chachamim hold this actually we treat with respect to these two laws, something's purchased in Master Shani a bit more chamor, is it's because it's if you've purchased it in Yerushalayim and anything purchased in Yerushalayim, you cannot put it. Why is that? But Tamadavar, since you've already bought, bought food for your meal with it's clear now that it doesn't bother you to try to take it up to your shalayim, meaning the Master Shani itself. Again, what's the whole point of redeeming Master Shani? Because I, I, I can't take this whole truckload of wheat. I'll transfer it onto money, take the money to shalayim and take it there. Now, if you use that money outside the shalayim and purchase, it, purchase food with it, you're demonstrating that you've got no problem taking to shalayim. Because you can't eat it out of Yerushalayim. Therefore, so therefore, this rush is really actually quoting the rush, I think it is, yes. That since you've demonstrated at that moment that you're happy to take Yerushalayim, there's no reason that the Chachamim Plaknas, you can no longer potter it now. Because the only reason why you can potter it is because you can't take Yerushalayim. But you've already demonstrated you want, you're willing to take it to Yerushalayim because there's no reason why you'd be purchasing food outside Yerushalayim. So in other words, what the Rush really by calling the Rush is saying is, is the Chachamim would counter that no, those two dinim are an exceptions. Doesn't doesn't demonstrate that Master Shani that so produce purchase with Master Shani money is Muhammad. It's just a knas in those situations that you have to take your shalim because you've demonstrated you're going to have a problem taking your shalim. So take your shalim. Okay. Begin this whole kavachomer you're seeing the Gemara is actually not a debate regarding kavachomer at all. But we'll get to that soon. If you, what happens if you purchase a deer? Now, deer can't be used as a korban. You purchase a kesef master and it dies. Umet. We say, you've got to bury it. And alide oro, meaning the hide itself is battle to it. Normally, we said if you purchase a deer with master sheni money, we said that the ore is, uh, doesn't have kudushas master sheni, but no, but since it died along with the ore, it's battle to it. The whole thing has to be buried. Now, the question is, why, does that, why can't you redeem it? Well, let's understand Rabbi Shimon first. Who's cholek, and then we can understand the chachamim. So Rabbi Shimon says, "Yipadei, you can redeem it." Now, why can you redeem it? There's two ways of understanding this. The Pnei Moshe Maraful they say that's good. Rabbi Shimon's of the opinion that you can pode kodshim lachilan the klavim. What use does this deer have? Or it can be used as for animal food, and there's no problem being redeeming kodshim lachilan the klavim. However, the um, Rabbi Chaim actually says the discussion is different. That that really fits in with the clearation of the Gemara itself. That the debate is regarding whether since it has what's called Kedusha Bedekabayit, if you like, it's distributed like having Kedusha Bedekabayit, whether it needs Hamadavaracha. Okay? Meaning, there is, when it comes to Korbanot, we say that it, you need to, if you want to put it, if it has a mum, it has to eat Hamadavaracha, meaning you have to stand it up in front of a Kohen, the animal has to be standing there, and have to estimate its value, etc., to, to be put That's Hamadavaracha. Right? Now, the, so the debate here is whether Kedusha Bedekabayit needs 
Hamadabracha. So according to Rabbi Shimon, it says like it's a problem because you can't have this animal stand there because that's dead. So therefore, it can't be redeemed. I need Hamadabracha. However, according to Rabbi Shimon, you don't need Now, the grass seems to actually bring both explanations as, as what's behind the debate. And then he restructures the Gemara somewhat that it's actually Rabbi Shimon talking about the next case. So therefore, the next case is only isolated with Hamad Abracha being a problem and not Podim Lachin on the Klavim, as you'll see. Let's continue. What happens if you purchase the animal alive and then you shechted it and it becomes Tameh, then you can redeem it. Why can you redeem it? Well, reader of Chaim, there shouldn't be any problem redeeming it now. Because it says, Since you shechted the animal already, Now it's like Peirot. And Peirot, you know in Hamadaracha. Okay, Hamadaracha only refers to like the animal itself. But any like Peirot, you don't need Hamadaracha. And that's the animal's dead. You already shechted it first. Therefore, there's no issue of being put in. However, Rabbi Yossi says, Yikaver, he says, since you match it when it was alive, the requirement of Hamadaracha can endure even though the animal has now been shechted. Okay. However, Lachu Shachut, if you purchased meat itself, the nitman, the meat itself became Tameh. So when you didn't purchase a live animal anymore, then everyone agrees, that's like purchasing any, anything, anything else. Wheat and then becoming Tameh, there's no problem being redeeming it. Because there's no Shachut, no Hamadaracha, you purchased a, already like a cold cuts. Okay, fine. Now here, what you're using, you're actually using jugs to contain Masasheni. Okay? Even though it's been sealed, we say, they don't become battle to the Maiser. So therefore, if you want to redeem it, all you have to do is redeem the wine and not the jugs. Fine. If, however, you zalaf latochan stam. Now, here, Reb Chaim continues, like in the, like, much like the Batanurism parish in the Mishnah. Now, the Rambam on the Mishnah says, Zalaf Stam simply means that you didn't uh, stipulate that I'm only lending it to Master Sheni. However, Reb Chaim, which is a parish we're following here, says Stam means you, you poured into it Tevel. Stam means it was filled with Tevel. And then you were going to Korel Shem Maiser. So Adshelo Kavan, if you call that Tevel as being Master Sheni prior to sealing it, then Lokana Maiser. Then the barrels are battle the Maiser. If you know, and if you want to redeem, you don't have to redeem the values of the barrels as well. Mishagafan, if however, you already sealed it and then said this is Maiser Shani for something else, then also the barrels would have the Kedushas Maiser Shani as well, if you like battle to it. I'll read it. And when you redeem the wine, you'd have to redeem the value of the barrels as well. Now, similarly, meaning if there was one truma one barrel and a hundred chulin barrels and they weren't sealed, then you can say it's battle. As we know, you need a hundred times chulin to battle truma. However, if they're sealed, so you've got sealed barrels there, one is truma and a hundred, uh, even if 200, if you like, are of chulin, then we say mekacho kolchehen. Why? Because as soon as it's a sealed barrel, it's, called, it's considered what's called a devar chashuv, and a devar chashuv is not battle. Let's continue. Before you seal the barrels, then you can mafrish from one barrel to take truma for all of them. Meaning, before sealing, it's considered minamuka. Mishigafan, however, once it's sealed, they're considered distinct parts, and you can no longer mafrish truma gadola because you have to truma gadola so you'd have to take from each and every one. Now, here we have another interesting case. So it says the Mishnah continues. 
Now, there's different ways to explain this part, but again, for simplicity, I'll explain it, Rab Chaim, because we're a bit shorter on time now due to all the technical problems. He says, we're continuing on the previous case. And that is what happens now if you've sealed it and you want to be mafrish from some of it to satisfy the rest of it. In that situation, Bet says, you've got to simply pour it all out now. You have to pour it back into the gut. And then it's all considered one big mass, and you can mafresh from some to satisfy the rest if you don't want to mafresh from every single one. However, Hillel or Mary says, All you have to do is open them up again. And once you've opened them up again, then they're considered like, if you like one big collection, you can mafresh from some of the others. And by the way, that would apply for the other three Dinah Makoendra Mechaim as well, which is Makacha culture hand and things like that. Let's continue. Bemed Varimamurim. So when do we say this? Now, what's this Bemed Varimamurim? In other words, Bemedram is still continuing with the case we just learned. I mean, is when do we say that if you seal it off and then Karashem, that it the barrels a battle to it? That's when they're sold in that fashion. However, when they're not sold in that fashion, even if you seal it and you say this is this is my Sarah for another place, then the barrel is not battled to it. Okay? Meaning Pirush, I'll read you this. If someone purchased steel bottles of wine, which is funny because the way I explained it just now, it, it seemed to be that this is a bit jarring. We said, if it's Dakan Lemakem Stumot, then we say, and you call that barrel that's Satum, you, you say, this is Maiser. Then we say, then the cut, the, the, it battle to the wine. Okay? But that's because. In the case where you're purchasing, it's the reverse din. That's why it says, But that doesn't fit in what we just said. We just said, according to Reb Chaim, that if it's Lemaker open and you call a sealed barrel, from another case, then it's not Batel to it. So how, do we, how does that fit in with the language of the Mishnah? Because the Mishnah is saying that because this, there's an inverse relationship between this din and in the din we learn when you purchase a barrel in Yushalayim from someone using Masashani money. Because there, let's just get this clear. There we said that if it's Darkanli Makar Ptuchot and you use Masashendi to purchase it, then we say Loyatan Kankan the because you're effectively buying the jug along with it. Whereas here we say if it's Darkanli Makar Ptuchot and it's sealed in your Karadashem Maiser, then the sealing is considered insignificant and it's not battle to it. In other words, that's, that's what Reb Chaim is doing to explain the mission. It's like kind of inverse relationship. As I mentioned before, there are some people, that, for example, the Rambam takes this whole section from Beit Shammarim all the way down, says it's all, this discussion is all referring to the sugya over there. We are using money to buy a barrel of wine. Okay. In other words, it's trying to work out ways of navigating how the kankanim would not be considered purchased with Masashani money. Okay. But uh, I don't want to confuse you anymore now. Now it says, In other words, it says, he says, even the place where it's told to him, in other words, if in a place where it's stalled stumot, we say, if however you're particular and you say that, look, I'm only selling you 
a liter of wine, then ein batel a kankan the katan, the kankan is not batel to the wine, vayetzer kankan the chulin, and the kankan would be considered chulin, meaning lo kanamaisa. Okay? In other words, if it's like specifically if you go by the mida. Okay? The Gemara says, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, so here, again, the way the Mepharshim Mishnah, for example, Ramam explains, he says this is still in the context if you're purchasing it, somebody shall, I mean, you don't want the Kankan to get Kedusha's Master Shani. So if you say that I'm selling to you the wine without the barrels, then that would be an effective way of doing so. However, Reb Chaim doesn't say that. I'll read you Reb Chaim, he says this as well. Reb Shimon Kai Adin Sheshanui Berbraita. That is the imgafan karashem laisa. This is again, he's saying this is not, to, he's explained the whole Mishnah, like that it's not talking about the case of a Kenyan Yerushalayim using Masashani money. It's still talking about the case you sealed your barrel and then you called it, and you called it Maisa. And the question was, do, do we, because you sealed it and then called this Tevel being Masashani, that the barrel is battled to it. So the, there's a bright later on, he said, we'll learn that if you called it Shem Maisa after you, um, after you sealed it, it says, except for a vid of it, then in other words, because you didn't make the whole thing master shani, even if it's sealed, the barrel is not considered battle to it. And that's saying that even if it, that even if you say to somebody else, that revit that I didn't make master shani, I'm selling to you, aside from the barrel, which seems to suggest that you want the barrel to be for master shani, we still say the, master, the barrel is, doesn't have Kedushas Master Shani. Because when you made the barrel Master Shani, you didn't make 100% Master Shani, you made it like 95% and, gave the revit, and you sold the Revit to somebody else. Okay? Which is another difficult way of understanding it. Okay, let's continue. My time to Rabbi Yehuda. Now, so if in the beginning we saw a debate whether something is like because of Master Shani, if it becomes Tame, whether you can redeem it. Okay? So we said Chachamim says no problem. Just as Master Shani becomes Tameh, you can redeem it. So too, something is purchased as Master Shani, make redeem it. And Rabbi Yehuda says no. When we saw the debate regarding the Kalba Chomer. However, the Gemara says actually, my time at the Rabbi Yehuda, why does Rabbi Yehuda say that something is purchased as Master Shani money? If it comes Tameh, you can't redeem it. And he says, because Kesef Rishon, Velo Kesef Shani. We've seen this expression once before. Because he says, because the Torah says, Venatata Ba Kesef, meaning, I'll read Rabbi Chaim, says, Chilu Master Shani Kti Venatata Ba Kesef, Ala Kesef. In other words, he understands when the Torah says means you only get one chance of transferring to Kesef. And you can't redeem it any more times. Okay? That's the way I understand it. Now, if that's the case, if you, what's interesting is, Argued with Rabbi Shimon in Amishnah, Rabbi Shimon seemed to apply Kalvachomer back to them. Chachamim initially applied a Kalvachomer that if Masasheni can put it, because of Masasheni. Now, Rabbi Shimon could have said, no, I learned it from a Pasuk. What the Gemara is saying is, yes, indeed, he learns it from a Pasuk, but he was working within the line of argument, meaning you applied a Kalvachomer, I'm showing how your Kalvachomer doesn't make sense. Despite the fact that I don't need a Kalvachomer anyway, because I learned it from a Pasuk. That's the gist of the Gemara. Okay, let's continue. So Tzvidah Shalak Kol Bekesev Maiser. This is a case where he purchased a deed with Kesev Master Sheni and it died. The Chachamim said you've got to bury it in its oro, and Rabbi Shimon says you can put it. So Rabbi Yossi B'Shem Rabbi Yochanan Tzvidah Asok Kodesh Berek Abayit Liton Hamadavaracha. So again, what's the reason Chachamim say you have to be has to be buried? And the Gemara quite clearly he says here it's because they treat it like Kodesh Berek Abayit that requires Hamadavaracha. 
I mean, it says that has to be stood before the coin to do an assessment. And because it's his died, he cannot do so. That's why it has to be buried. So What about a uh, horse, a non-kosher animal? Does it also require Hamadavarachah? Were it not the fact that Rabbi Yossi came along and said to teach us specifically that not only does a behemah, meaning an animal that could have been used for a korban, but even another form of kosher animal, also grass hamadavarachah, that teaches us the behemat me'alo. Now, what's a question? We have to understand what even the question by a horse is. Now, I'll read a bit of Rabbi Chaim. He says, Shema, this is the middle of Deuteronomy behemah, he says, Shema lo amru ela behemah Torah, maybe only a behemah Torah that can be used as a korban, shiba korban, Maybe that only that requires Hamadabracha. Ella Shibamum to Hamadabracha, but Kochem is Beachtiv. Because the whole content of Hamadabracha, you learn by Kochem is Beach. Allah Behemet Mea, law. Or maybe Behemet Mea. And therefore Behemet Mea cannot be used as a Korban, therefore not. Or Dilm Lebedekabait, Maishnatahora. What difference does it make if it's a Maishnatmea? Since Kochem Bedekabait, meaning something given over the treasury is based on Migdash, can be Kosher or non Kosher Amnals, doesn't be fit for a Korban. Since, since we learn so maybe even a horse does as well. So just to explain the question on the outside, we know we learn from korbanot, and that's only animals that can be fit for a korban. So the, then we also learn also So the question is, if we're learning it from do we learn it the limited set, meaning only kosher behemot, or can apply to anything that's considered kosher bedekabayit that would include a horse as well. Now, when Rabbi Yossi comes along and says even a chayat tahora requires hamadavracha, there are two ways to conclude what the, what the Gemara is doing here. One way is like the grass says, well, if you're including a including a chaya, which is not fit for a korban, so what difference does it make if you're also talking about a horse? However, Rav Chaim doesn't say that. Rav Chaim says is that since he only mentioned a chayat tahora. Meaning he could have said all animals, mashma, it must imply that a horse doesn't require hamadaracha. Meaning if it drops dead, you can just redeem it. Okay? So let's continue. So I'm Rev Hila Vatanichan. Now, Rav understands this being a, a, a kasha, but Rev Chaim says this is actually a support for this. Meaning, So in other words, here we learn from the, the fact that the Torah If you've got, if you make a non-kosher animal, a horse, then you can, you should put it in its shovi, meaning its value. It says just as a behemoth, this is, let's, before we understand, see the proof here, let's just understand the brighter. It says just as a non-kosher animal while it's still alive, its value is the same when you make the shit, when you put it. Okay. So too, af aniar hameta, so the writer teaches us as follows, that if you have an animal that is, um, we learn this from a, effectively the horse, that if you maktish something that's dead and you want to put it, that's not a problem because the shat hektisha is equal to shat piduyon, meaning the value is the same. So in other words, if you maktish something that's meta, you can put it. It doesn't require hamadavaracha. And you see, you learn this from a Beit Me'ah that also, also doesn't require Hamadavaracha, clearly. Okay? That's why Reb Chaim says, Because it's locked in Raka, because it doesn't say in the Tupatsuk Hamadavaracha. So to an, even a dead, something like a dead animal, if you makdish it 
and you put it, and this value, since its value hasn't changed, you can put it. That would motzi if you maktishin a live animal, like a behemah, and it died, since it doesn't have the same value, then Hamad Avrachah would be in critical there, and you wouldn't be able to put it. Okay? He, in other words, Rabbi Chaim seems to say this is a proof. So Rabbi Yossi, I need to We've got him, it seems to, Brighton seems to, to support it. It says, Chamor Mo'alimba Ubechelba. Meaning, uh, meaning halva, sorry. That a chamor, a non-kosher animal, the meal applies to it and its milk. Okay? The chalav lav kemitahi isn't chalav also like mita, meaning it was part of the animal. It was porish now from the animal, so it's changed. And therefore, and we say that meila applies to the milk. Now, if meila applies to it, then pideon also has to apply to it because it's vakosha to own pideon mo'alimba. Meal only applies to things that can effectively, Pideon applies to it. So therefore, clearly we see that Hamadar isn't a requirement, I should say, for non-kosher animals. Because as you see, that since Meila applies to the milk of a Hamor, right, which is parallel to like as if it died. So And and therefore, we see that uh, non-kosher animal, even if the non-kosher animal itself died, there wouldn't be a requirement of Hamadar So, and that says, in Tiftarine, Leshem Hilchot Mita, if you want to say that, no, the case of milk is like if you maktisha an animal and it was dead to start with, right? You have milk, you'll maktisha and you're trying to put it. says, lo yachil, datanina, you cannot take that parallel because it says it's coming from a chamor. I read your Reb Chaim. He says, datanina b'chor, shik, dishat The donkey itself was a hektesh. Omelim b'chavat nan, and you're more ill b'chav, omelim b'chelav shipiresh memerna. V'raizeke hektesh, chaya v'meta. Since we're not talking about the, the milk that you were maktish it when it was milk, but the case is you're maktish the chamor when it was alive, and we're talking about the milk that separated it, that's like, if you like, equivalent to the donkey, if you like, dying. Okay? So the Gemara says, but one second, Amarav Chanina, Kumerav Mana, Shimon, maybe that, that uh, Mishnah, sorry, the, of chamor Shemolim Babu Chelba, maybe that is Shita Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Omerik, Kodshe Bedek Abayit, Entum that could be Shida Rabbi Shimon holds that the whole concept of Amadavaracha doesn't apply to Kodesh Bedek Baik Bichlal. He's going to look on everything we've learned till now. So Amalei, in Kribishma, Lamali Chamor. If that was really Shida Rabbi Shimon, why would you bring in the case of a Chamor? I feel Shal Korbem, I could use any animal as an example. So the fact that he's using, the fact that uh, we're talking about a Chamor is because, as we said, that it must be talking about because it's a, a Behemoth Tmeya, and Amadavaracha doesn't apply to Behemoth Tmeya. But it does apply to every other animal. That's why it selectively picked that case of a chamor. Okay? <laughs> Have a good day.